What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm hanging out via the magic wonders of the internet the with my co-host of the day. It still baffles me, the uh, wonders you of know, the internet. I, uh, there's zeros and ones and ones and zeros, and for some reason, that equals three. Don't but ask But there's me two how. of us. Exactly. There's Actually, no, there's three of us because it includes you. Watching at home, yes, or listening at home. Yes. Uh, but I'm your host, Corey Smith, joined via Zoom call with my co-host. I mean, the... no, nobody ever really watches YouTube videos, YouTube video podcasts anyway, unless unless I put this in the screen. You're Michael Vergara. I guess. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get around to saying. Uh, that's what it says is bottom right. Okay. I put it right. Wherever you put it today. Time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but how are you today, sir? Oh, it's doing doing swell. It's it is a. If you look at the if you look at your watch, uh, I'm gonna move my head over there. Look at my Chromecast. It says 10:22. We are in a new time. We oh, are uploading yes. these. We're trying in the, mo- in the morning. You We're know, trying. Like we well, we you know, this dis- yeah. This is the B show where we review AEW Dynamite and NXT weekly, and uh, we felt we, we we need to get these done a little sooner. In a timely manner, and we just figure, and we just realized we're both available at this time. Yes, we've been doing this for a very long time. Well, I was like, oh wait a minute, I kind we're of going on. This is oh, kind yeah. of like the first week I am available to do this at this time. Well, that's quite a blessing. But I mean, it's always a blessing when we do these shows. It it truly is. Uh, but you know, so far I like it. I like it. I like. It's all right. Uh, it's relaxing. I don't have to wake up and like you know, drink some coffee. It's like, oh god, I gotta do this. Shit. Well, I'm still drinking my coffee because you know there are some people that were that are watching along in the morning time. They're just waking up, so I want to f- just want to hang out and with listeners them. from from England. Well, we're it's, not it's, live. It's morning over we're there. Not, we're not live, so I mean, like that's the next step is we got to go so, live. Hope you have good internet. Nonetheless, uh, like I said, this is the B Show where we review AEW Dynamite and NXT from. Uh, well, uh, Wednesday. Last, yeah, from Wednesday. Let's just say from Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, we also got a little bit of news to get into today. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio and all the cool things we post. Uh, and we, we post news, you know, like yeah, yeah, stuff you, happens. You know, you don't want to you don't want to follow all the big time like wrestling podcast guy like that's to so, so those to so those ladies and germs that's big time <laughs> wrestling news podcast you want to be like the cool hipster wrestling we're gonna, fan we're we're out for your ass exactly like we're gonna rule like ass we're uh yeah some would say we 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 do rule a lot of ass uh here at uh, someone wrestling. said that yes yes like, uh we'll um, get there nonetheless uh follow us uh your local uh made podcast <laughs> wherever it's you're like from they pot that i i because they grow on trees. We're Wherever you're from, we are your locally made podcast. So thank you. We're the Trader Joe's of podcasts. Oh, and click that little notify button if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, let's get into some news, shall we? Uh, Kyrie yes. Sane. Uh, uh, recently uh, written off Kyrie Sane if you watch Monday Night Raw. And uh, apparently not a lot of people did. Because it did an all-time low now. Well, I mean, it is. It's raw. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Kyrie Sane bids farewell to the WWE and thanks her fans via Twitter. Uh, she did thank both WWE staff and uh, fans. The following um, tweet she put out, I believe it was uh, last night or a couple nights ago. Uh, My time in the NXT and WWE locker room was incredible. 
Everybody was kind, funny, and talented, so every day was full of happiness. Also, I was saved by the supportive staff behind the scenes. I will forever love and respect all the, these professionals I had the pleasure of working with. I was able to accomplish so much in the last three years, but it wasn't because of my ability or my strength. It was because of my uh, constant warm support from my fans. Oh, Kyrie. You're belting my heart. I'm so thankful I could meet all you all. You didn't meet me. So, I mean, it's cool, though. Don't worry about you. Do you? Uh, anyway. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Kyrie. Same. So. Well, thank you, Kyrie. Uh, at least I got to see your elbow drop live. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. We were at that SmackDown show on the Chase Center. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I did. I mean, to I, that terrible theme song. <laughs> I was at the um, that War Games. I believe she faced Shayna Baszler. Ah. Right. So there we go. Anyways, um, but yeah, one of the best elbows in the business. And, you know, at, uh, by all uh, accounts and uh, assumptions, people are it's by what's reported is that she is uh, heading back to Japan. That's where her newlywed husband uh, apparently lives. And now she yeah. she's going to spend she's she's it's it's. It's it's assumed that she's gonna like wrestle a couple of years in Japan, but like she's gonna retire like a year later. She's like, um, uh, when's that bank account filled? I'm good. When the Am check good? clears, the check cleared. The check yeah. Clears? All right, I'm good. Yeah. She she's like waiting for WWE to be like, hey, can we just give you that ambassador deal? And she'll be like, yeah, man. But as but as far as you know, I mean, and listen, she could come back. Like it's not. You know what Sting says. Doesn't seem like well, the she... only thing. The only thing that's for sure is that nothing's for sure. Um, but Kyrie Sane in the WWE, looking back at it now, she. Um, I don't want to say they didn't do right by her. Yeah. That I mean, there's definitely arguments that that's that 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 wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, but she she was a, she was she was a very charismatic. She was a very charismatic individual in that company. You know, she kind of she kind of stood out. Uh, she was given a terrible gimmick at first, which I mean, I thought it. I for oh, the, like, the, the, what, sec- the my my immediate reaction was that it was terrible. The but pirate. Then, yeah, but then she was the type of person that was able to like just go own it, yeah. and that's kind of the one of the things that WWE likes in an individual of being given, you know, something that on the surface level isn't great, and then just make it great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she made me really want to play Soul Calibur again with that music. Uh, and oh, I, I forgot I have Tekken. Yeah, best of luck to her. To her, you know, to anything she does, and she's earned it because that that woman has gone through the ringer. Yeah, in 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 more ways than some. I mean, it's not just WWE where she really just took really dangerous bumps. Like you see her work in Japan. Like she took a there's there's this one gift going around where she takes a a pile driver from the apron to the floor yeah uh she gets she gets kicked in the head like during her days of stardom like Kyrie hojo you know she's she definitely she is definitely she definitely bump put bumps in her bump card stamps well as you were saying um Kyrie saying was written off of television this past monday night when it's like a car door with bailey oh no bailey was kicking her remember oh okay did i hear a car door yeah whatever i don't know uh, she was kicking her, and Oscar said, "Well, I'm gonna lose my title by count out because my friend's more important." Which, you know, in some respects, is more 
respectable. You know? I mean, she could have just held on to she had she had the match won, right? But then, drag like, Sasha out with you. That. Drag Sasha out with you. Hey, I'm not going to get in here to dispute how Oscar could have won that match, uh, but uh, uh, Kyrie Sane was beaten up by Bailey backstage, and um, that's that. That's that's curtains <laughs> for Ky- curtains for Kyrie. Kyrie, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you, you here's see. your parking. It's validated and all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, best of luck to her and her family. To me, I mean, it seems like she's gonna go to stardom for a couple of years. Um, but I mean, even WWE what, Japan. What great it, way to upstart that? Even if right now, even if she does go to stardom, doesn't stardom have like a thing about like people not competing past the age of like twenty three? Like don't I don't think so. I thought that was like a thing and am I am I completely misguided right here? I mean, I don't know. That like they're like women retire usually at like the age of like twenty three, twenty five in Japan. I mean they usually retire just because they literally can't continue. Okay. That seems to okay. be the No, I thought I thought it was like one of those things where never mind. We we misguided. we wouldn't have Mako Satomura <laughs> like wrestling. No, that's that true. That no, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying every woman in Japan or Emi Sakura like, retires. Yeah, there's day. like wi- like women uh, like women wrestlers like women like uh oh, fuck Joshi. I don't yeah, know why I forgot that. Yeah, they they mm. seem to have they have built a certain reputation of retiring early because they 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 just can't sustain that style for a very long time and not just because they're women just because just by sheer design of what those type of matches are yeah yeah anybody can get fucked up by those level of kicks and elbows and pile drivers to the floor well there's a reason why Kyrie, not the ring there's a reason why Kyrie is going home and it's i think it seems to to go home be married and probably in the middle of a pandemic and start a family well i mean I mean, we can't sit here and live our lives like, well, we can't do this because it's a pandemic. This is our lives now, and we just have to live as cautiously. It was a very recent, you know, it's a, it's a very important life decision that she made. So yeah, I mean, I good, good, good for her. I I'm happy for her. Nonetheless, uh, she's not the only one uh, starting a new life. Michael, we were talking oh, about this earlier. Uh, Rusev. Yes, he's starting a brand new life so, as a Twitch gamer. Well, uh, I'm just going to read this off. Fightful. Rusev is seemingly done wrestling. Since being released by WWE on April 15th, uh, Rusev has started streaming games online through Twitch. He's grown support with the Handsome Chatters, which is his Twitch partners. Yeah, he made Twitch partner, which is a a way of earning money money. through Twitch now. Can we be Um, a partner? Yeah. Give me can give I, me a quality microphone and a webcam, and we'll talk, Corey. Can I can, <laughs> can I can I can I play just like Super Mario Brothers or something? I mean, he, that's that's you can literally do anything. Is on is there like something like that's not like the exact opposite of a speed run? You mean like a slow burner? There you go. I like that. I'll yeah. I'll do that. It's just like some guy smoking weed playing. Just be Mario. the Orange Cassidy of Twitch streamers, oh, which man. is Twitch streamers. Anyways, um, so yeah, Rusev was asked if he was done wrestling or if he would go back to WWE. He replied, "I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm just enjoying my Twitch. I'm a professional Twitcher, YouTuber, Aww. content creator." Later, when someone said Rusev was his favorite wrestler, he said, "I'm not a wrestler anymore. Can I be your favorite streamer?" I mean, like, what He's- he says right now is pretty like definitive. Mm-hmm. But and it's easy to say, oh, it's a work or it's a work or it's a phase. But I don't think it's, it's a work or I mean a phase. I mean, 
I think he could. If he can make it work, that's that's going to be great yeah, for him. Yeah. Like, why not? You know, he could it just, just be, seems seems just like be who he is. He's married like to good... Lana. He plays video games. Well, he... if you think about it, it's really not a hard left for him. You're right. He is married to Lana. And if you think about his character as a person, uh, even him in Total Divas was like this guy who was like a giant. Super ch- he was a giant kid. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, if he can get paid to play video games, I'm sure he's like, yeah, that's way easier on my body than. Um, How much? But can. But the thing is, now that he's completely divorced himself as a wrestler and as a Twitch streamer, what how long do you think he can retain his audience knowing him as the wrestling guy? Like he's going to have to find a way, figure out a way to adapt to those really unprecedented waters of being a streamer. Because like so much, so much of um, people have yet to really just crack the code on that sort of thing. Like there are people who legitimately just make a ton of money being YouTubers and streamers and um, PewDiePie, right? That's that's one of them, right? uh, Yeah, PewDiePie. He's a very controversial YouTuber that I just generally just don't want to get into why I have my reaction that I have right now in regards to him. He's from but Europe. Ninja from Fortnite. Uh, yes. Ninja. Those guys. Yeah. Now Rusev or Miro TV. Have you been actually watching his YouTube Miro TV? No, I didn't watch it. I, uh, it's pretty entertaining. Like it's, I kind of like it when he plays FIFA. I don't like actual soccer, but I love watching people play FIFA. And so him good. just he just he he uh, there was this one really interesting game that got real good until yeah. he was down two goals and just straight up just turned off his Xbox and just rage quit and I'm like dude like then you are you just gonna rage quit every time you don't like playing a video game then you are in the wrong business in yeah. Twitch streaming or maybe you are in the right business people kind of, maybe, maybe people want maybe see that's that. what people are paying for you know what I mean maybe that's and he's yeah want to see him flip out and and Machka the. The, the the whatever controller i mean a lot of these wrestlers are, are pivoting towards this sort of you know career like cesaro has a twitch account i mean page has a twitch account uh kip sabian recently i mean in the doesn't, beginning doesn't of Dynamite, page, i think page just like hangs out and talks on hers too yeah i mean that's the hey you can do that on twitch you can be sit behind a green screen surf the internet and show people what you're looking at like I saw that video of Paige just looking over the video of OSW, OSW review reviewing her, her um, their uh, reviewing her movie, and how like and she was just commenting on their commentary, and I just thought like we I am in a real deep rabbit hole right now. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God. so you and were watching we- a video of Paige watching a video of a movie based on Paige's life, overcome of no of a re- movie review of fighting with my family Fucking Christ. so all right so yeah. he talks over people talking over something not talking over a thing but then you know making a video podcast it's like yeah it's like us it's like us making a podcast about this very episode like you know that part where michael just rambled on and on about podcasts yeah. and people watching podcasts like, how many days really... how many days is Corey gonna tell us at cwr four and five i mean come on he tells us every episode it's it's uh it's, da- it's damn near lunacy yeah best of luck miro um, that's what he calls himself to be Miro as his YouTube to channel. be Miro. That's he good. yells in Bulgarian every time he loses or is losing, which is always nice to hear. I wonder how so much his life is going to change too. Language. You know, you think about the lifestyle he's lived so far. Um, he's, you know, I, 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 I don't know, you know, like he's, he was traveling the world. He was, you know, lifting weights. He was, Covering from COVID. 
Well, you know, he's recovering from COVID. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying when working for the WWE and, you know, he was working out all the time. And what now? I mean, now he's going to be a Twitch streamer just doing a job where he's he's sitting down all the time compared to a job well, where any he, company would want him besides WWE. Like, I feel like he just knows he's just WWE, they would hire him. And back. if he yeah, probably, yeah. you know, I mean, they they let him go. So, like, why do you what makes you think they'll want him back in? Because they let everybody back in eventually. Yeah, eventually. Unless so, unless you're Cody. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. It's this seems to be. I don't. Nec- I'm just saying. I don't necessarily buy this as a long term thing. But if he wants to make it work, then who who am I to say that it it won't? No, he's I ve- I think he's, he's depressed. He has, he's fairly entertaining. But if I were a betting man, I could see that dude being in the ring within the next year. Yes. I'm gonna say next year. <laughs> I'm gonna say next year. Because I feel like a lot of, you know, this this year has just been kind of done with. We're just kind of riding off 2020. Yeah, there's a song called F2020, and it, it, it's, 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 it's saying, about F-U-2020. F-U-2020. 2020. F-U 2020. I'm, I'm flipping 2020 off right now. Ugh. I'm sure 2020 is pissed. Just anyway. Pissed. Anyways, let's move on with some more news. Cody uh, Rhodes. Sure. Let's, let's yeah. talk about some Cody Cody news. Talking to ESPN. Uh, he did an interview with ESPN.com with one Mark Raimondi, who's a hey. M- who's regularly known as an MMA writer, but he's also a huge wrestling fan. Wears Orange Cassidy shirts to UFC events all the time, and I love him for it. Um, but it kind of goes through some pretty interesting subjects mm-hmm. here. Like um, he say, um, Raimondi asks, "When you say different talent, oh wait, hold on, if you were to choose, what would be your number one dream match for that AT- AEW TNT Open title? No title." open challenge i read that weird uh he says off the top of my head he chooses ethan page he chooses nick aldis um what about nick gage i mean do you nick gage on national television like that's a very curious thing to to put my eyeballs in oh here it is it's not it's not it's not a fucking new jack man come on that's true like and he hasn't nick gage been on like been kind of cleaning up like not like not cleaning himself up but then just more become a bit more tv friendly hey nick gage is a nice fucking guy okay yeah and um there's one question here that uh mark asks those are some those are talent names who are not under contract right now if you could sign any free agent right now to aew who would it be and and this is what makes and this is what made me not that surprised no he said i think there are two free agents that are on a lot of people's radar that being miro formerly rusev and matt cardona who was zach Ryder. Uh, obviously those free agents should be on any radar. They have literally drawn money. They have TV experience. They have high profile experience. They have locker room experience. The pros heavily outweigh the cons, which he doesn't necessarily, you know, elaborate on those cons, but he also, but Ramondi also asked about Ray Mysterio and he asked if Ray Mysterio was a free agent, how aggressive would AEW be in trying to get Ray Mysterio? Cody responds to me, the greatest luchador ever of all time, hands down is Ray Mysterio. He's got friends here. Jericho and him are friends. Mysterio He's not afraid to travel out there either. He's not one a one company individual, and I think Ray still has a lot left to give in terms of wrestling. Yeah. That might be something that someone else is currently discussing with him at this point. You never know. Meaning, Ray Mysterio is probably staying in WWE. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt that. That's, and that's I don't doubt shame. that anyways. Anyway, uh, Cody should have answered. Was is isn't he a free agent? Oh, shots fired! They haven't given Ray Mysterio a contract. Boom, 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 boom. I'm sure oh, I'm sure WWE is just fuming, Corey. 
Well, WWE has yeah, people. I mean, I don't know. They talk about Kurt Angle and Tessa Blanchard, which doesn't he want Tessa Blanchard in AEW as well? I mean, he just mentions like the fact that Tully Blanchard works for them. Damn Tully! Oh, he also like and um, another thing that he gets brought up is Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, where Cody just outright says, "There's no heat at all. Business is business." I think Carl Anderson just to see his glow up and him get ripped was great. And to look back at what he was able to do in New Japan, that guy is a superb talent. So really, just Cody Rhodes, just he, I'm just checking off him off the list of people in AEW who were pissed off at him. So. Uh, you know, it's funny. The other day I was on my Facebook, and you know who came up in my mutual friends list? Your mom? Luke Gallows. Okay. I, I, well, who's You just know somebody? I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Just was, was it your mom? It was my mom. Yeah. Wow, very Which, nice. I was like, Mom, get off Tinder. Seriously. You're embarrassing me. You know, she has needs too, Corey. You know, and then find out Luke Gallows is actually with somebody. And you know, da, 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 did you, did you, um, I just remembered, uh, that talking shop podcast where he was talking about my mom. Like, Luke Gallows was talking about his experience in Saudi Arabia. And he said, when at the absolute worst, I have this engagement ring on hand, I'm just going to sell this. If anything, <laughs> any shit goes down. And I'm like, you're, you're thinking this, and he himself said it. He like, is I, like, I'm thinking this far ahead. He's like thinking, it was like, where can I get a fucking Jeep around here? Where can I fucking drive to? What's What road am I going to take? Where am I going to go? Yeah. He's like, Carl, get in the fucking back. We're out of here. Their whole new gimmick is like uh, in Impact. They're like fucking soldier boys. So so they just, they just crank that all the time? <laughs> yes. They just yell out, you... Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Cody Rhodes, and AEW, ESPN. I mean, that's all I got for news. Yeah. All right, and I got a little, little other piece of news, a little New Japan news. Actually, one piece of news I actually didn't pull up, but I remember, I think I have the whole story off the top of my head. Uh, this past week, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling announced the King of Pro Wrestling title... Not the show, but the title. Title. Did you hear Keyword about this? title. Yeah. It's not a championship. Because there's no belt. No belt. But I guess at the end of the every at the end of every year you get awarded with something. A uh, pat on the back. Hey, you did a good Okada. job. But there was there were, it's but I mean, yeah, just not to explain it. Okay, so it sounds like really interesting rules. Uh, it's gonna be like eight people, an eight person tournament, right? And the opening round is gonna be every it's gonna be different rules per match. I'll so have one, on me, so. one could be a ladder match. One could be a tables match. One could be a cage match. One could be a lumberjack match. Um, just stipulations. You and know? I was like, just, that's fucking something awesome. That's just something shit that's just foreign to New Japan. And I think um, it's different. And and they made it no. And it was abundantly clear that this was all Okada's idea. Yeah. And to me, I think the fact that it was Okada's idea just makes me think that, you know, like as much as we rag on. Orange Cassidy being like, oh, he needs a crowd. He loses something without a crowd. I'm willing to admit that Okada more or less loses a bit of his luster with the lack, not lack of crowd, but lack of crowd response. There's That's been kind of what's going on with those New Japan shows. There is a crowd, not much of a reaction going on. You still need that reaction, but you can't because of the COVID. And and I think Okada himself is just cognizant of like he's he's losing a little bit of something you think so? Like, out of all these, I think so. Like his, I mean, his the shows, his, the, his, 
his matches so far, like his match with Evil, was did not set the world on fire at the New Japan, New Japan Pro, New Japan Cup Finals. Yeah. Um, that Sengoku, nobody was taught. No one gave a shit about his match at Sengoku Lord. Like, well, with Hajiro uh, uh, Takahashi. Yeah, like it, he was, was okay. just sort of in a holding pattern, and just sort of spiraling in a directionless void. Yeah. You know, and for the fact that Okada is willing to, you know, come up with this idea, it's like, God damn it, guys, we need something. I need something. Let's go. Gato, what are you doing? Job, I job. mean, at the same time, it, it, it is a way to revitalize this. Like right now, I mean, we are on this. It's crazy. Coronavirus 2020. It fucking sucks. But like, yeah. you gotta like give us like they're trying to give us something. And that's how I see this. They're trying to be like, you know what? Getting evil. Shit sucks. Being right champion. Now. Shit sucks right now. But we're gonna give you this really cool tournament that we just thought of, and we're gonna do this because you you guys are gonna look at us and be like, oh oh wait, you guys are pretty. Gato, you've done it again. You bastard. Yeah yeah you booking bastard. Son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited for it. See what happens. Um, the King of Pro Wrestling tournament, and uh, well, if Okada wins, though, that'll be just I don't know. <laughs> That's great. That'd be great. That'd be great. He's like, so well, actually, he's like, actually, every match he has, I have extreme rules for every match, but you guys don't. Also, two out of three falls. You got to pin me twice. Yeah. And, that ain't gonna... and only me. I'm Okada. Oh, my God. I mean, who, 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 whoever lost to me in a, whoever won against me in a two out of three falls match? Who? Are you referring to like Kenny? Was it Kenny Omega? It was Kenny Omega. <laughs> Anyways, a uh, little a uh, little bit more of a uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling news. Hiromu Takahashi taking off this week. Yay! No, oh. he's taking off of this week's New Japan shows due to a shoulder injury. Oh, uh, he was taken off the upcoming shows due to a shoulder injury uh, posted on their website Tuesday night. Was this because of Sengoku Lord? Uh, no, I believe this is directly afterwards. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. Uh, as that their medical team and their staff determined that Takahashi has suffered an injury to his left shoulder. As a result, Takahashi is off uh, the July 31st card on Kurokin Hall. Uh, despite the injury, New Japan Pro Wrestling wrote in a statement that he is expecting to return to his scheduled IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match against Taichi Ishimori at, um, on August 29th at Summer Struggle. Man, talk about a struggle. Am I right? Yeah, I, I mean, technical difficulties are always a struggle. Anyways, nonetheless, uh, yeah, Hiromu Takahashi off this week's card due to a shoulder injury. Uh, will be back for his match, Taiji Ishimori. And I mean, if they're starting this whole Bullet Club revitalization, they, they see all the gold or silver or platinum or whatever New Japan covers the titles with. Or they could just have to. Naito just win in the baseball stadium and just pretend none of this ever happened. Oh, because he dresses like a baseball fan, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you watch the Sengoku Lord? Nope. None of it. I was again. I was just not looking forward to an evil match with evil booking, evil uh, Bullet Club booking. I mean, it, no? the, the booking was pretty evil. Uh, Dick Togo was dressed up like a golf caddy, and no, he was dressed up like Naito. Nobody got that. He had the white suit on like Naito does. And I was like, oh, unless that was just Dick Togo. And you know what's funny? Dick Togo made an appearance on mine and Jose's very first episode of Sunday Night Heat Review this past week. Nice. In in Kayentai. And he was in Kayentai in WWE. Yeah, well, 
choppy choppy pee pee. Let's go. <laughs> did that happen? Did, did he say that, that was literally the episode right after where they said that? It oh, was great. like they said the Monday night before, and they showed the replay of that on the episode. Well, Val Venus getting his penis cut off. Oh, I can't wait for that to happen, dude. Honestly, it happened. Yeah, honestly, when I look at the story, I'm just like um, Yamaguchi-san. Just, just go to your wife and be like, "It was you're cheating on me. I don't want anything to do with you anymore. You're having." It was just an era where they just they wanted to literally do anything just to keep eyeballs on the television screen and just shock the viewers. South Park, Playboy, titties. Yeah, like this was before the internet, so like people had. It's just. It was just that, uh, just that feeling of you have to be there. It's a FOMO. It's FOMO viewing. Yeah, yeah. And that's how, like, what fueled that entire era. Oh, and Mario Lopez fought uh, Val Venus in this episode too. Did Mario Lopez like? Did he wear those wrestling gear also? No, like, no. He jumped. Them? He jumped the rail and went after. Like he's like Mario Lopez is a legit amateur wrestler. Also, like, oh, he, is he? he has, yeah, he has a collegiate background. That's why his character in Saved by the oh, Bell. That's why he did. That's why his takedown was so good. <laughs> Like yeah, he, he's a legit wrestler. He does his takedown on Val. Like he sweeps him from the leg. Oh, I was like, oh my god, where are the? Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, he has like he has a pretty. He has a pretty. Is uh yeah. Dave Meltzer can dedicate twenty minutes to the career of the wrestling amateur wrestling background of one Mario Lopez. Uh, I bet he could honestly. Yeah, I, I read his Wikipedia page randomly because that's what happens when you're on Wikipedia. You read the entry uh, of Mario Lopez, and there was a pretty extensive naturally. background between that. Yeah. Nonetheless, Mario Lopez. Can't believe I Sunday Night Heat. Dick Togo, Hiromu Takahashi. I need to check this out. Mario Lopez doing a double leg takedown on Val Venus. That's it's great. it's the first episode. It's after Val Venus tried to. Uh, he got rapey with a girl. His co-star. I mean, it was the Attitude Era. Well, it was Mario Lopez's co-star from Pacific Blue, the hit new show on the USA Network. Ah, now it all makes sense. Yeah, Bicycle Police. Did they ever have an episode dedicated to the La Femme Nikita? Uh, or Highlander? Wait, no, Highland. Edge was in Highlander. Yeah, never mind. Roddy Piper was in Highlander. Great. Anyways, who yeah. else? What? What other things can we talk about with wrestlers on television? Well, you channel? know what? You just got to wait till this Monday because me and Jose are back doing a top ten list, top ten wrestling cameos in television shows. So I again, Corey, if that one. If there's this one cameo is not on that list, we're going to have to find another B-show host is all I'm going to say. Well, let's get out of here then. Don't feel sorry for him. Anyways. Uh, oh, you don't feel sorry for him. You know, he's he just he's a he's a terrible worker. Quiet. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, and our uh, I guess our final piece of news is something we just got to I think we just got to talk about real quick because it is or is resurfaced. But then it's very it's very relevant. Well, what's going it, on in the next it, segment? Yeah, there's a reason why it happened. Like it resurfaced. Yeah. This news resurfaced, but I think to a lot of us, like I didn't hear about this until this morning. Uh, so this morning, video resurfaces of Excalibur, uh, the announcer from AEW, former um, wrestler in the Southern California scene, independent wrestler. He is also part owner of Pro Wrestling Gorilla in. Uh, uh, was it Pasadena or Reseda? Reseda. It's, it's on the thumbnail. Well, you know what? I'm not looking directly at it. I'm trying to look somewhere around the camera, but not directly at it. Um, so video resurfaces of him using the N word multiple times. Uh, hard R. Ha- well, hard. Yes. Yes. Uh, one video uh, where he is doing a promo into a video camera saying we're coming for you, you know, just like Booker T did in the old WCW promo and. 
when Booker T says it, it's it's one of those things. It's just like <laughs> so it's a really Booker T let something slip. Really terrible look. And uh, Kevin Owens is present in that video as well. And well, that was the second I, video that was played where that's was, the one I saw. The one of him in the fan in the crowd, uh, or, or you know him. He was cutting a promo on some people in the ring on and, Human Tornado. And oh, I've met Human Tornado. Nice guy. Uh, well, I mean, like he was so. Yeah, go ahead. Anyways, uh, said something about him. Um, you know, said called him the N word and called the other guy uh, a derogatory term used towards uh, Mexicans and Mexicans. Uh, yeah. So uh, it starts with a B. It's um, even hard. It's even hard for me to say it. Um. Uh, so yeah. again, there's always that justification of they, they, they were. He was working as a heel. They were trying to draw heat, cheapest heat you can possibly imagine. It was ten years ago. Sounds um, like he tried to do it a couple times, though. A couple times, like what? There's four. There's like a. There's more. Well, there was two videos I saw. There was one. Of him yeah, in the that's crowd. two videos. I thought, yeah, that that is a couple. That, that yeah. yeah a um. So, you know, like it's it's terrible, and I don't have. I've heard secondhand sources that he has apologized to it. Apparently, yeah. If you listen to his podcast on Talk Is Jericho. Um, he has apologized to it, and Kevin Owens in Lillian Garcia's podcast, yeah. um, he talked about it, and they they didn't really go elaborate. I think on the one of those podcasts, they said they didn't want to elaborate what they said, but they said terrible shit, and this is apparently what the terrible shit was. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I mean, I I read comments on saying, "Oh, Human Tornado, go like Fort, like like really insisted that." Uh, Excalibur and Kevin Owens like say all of this. Um, they haven't. Then really... Human Tornado really didn't like Excalibur. Then he's like, "No, yeah. man, go ahead and say it. It's fine. There will be no repercussions." You're not gonna have a job in a major company with a major television network yeah. breathing down your neck 24 seven, or a website that, or like a, a social media website that can just pretty much let everything out there like this 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 promotion is going to go nowhere and then and this is this is from years the video is from was years ago right yeah yeah excalibur looks like he's fucking like in his early mid-20s and in and the, but this is not to excuse it this is a no no absolutely a, not a, i know i know i know i know it's just like this is a public platform someone's recording a camera somewhere just and it's never ever a good thing to say it even regardless if it's recording but the fact that they know that this is a wrestling promotion with a bunch of people to i i guess is just it's just a dumb cheap heat the dumbest of the dumb that ways of cheap heat and they, um, they wanted it and it was during a time when a comp when a company like pwg was just hungry for any sort of attention and they thought this was the attention they wanted well this is the attention they got now into that in july 29 2020 <laughs> Well, you know, I hope that Excalibur truly uh, looks at the situation and goes, that was wrong of me. I messed it's, up. Or I like made I, a wrong decision there. I, I messed mean, if, up. Yeah. Like if 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 what Excalibur probably should have been doing was like if he did apologize. Well, he, if he, he should, didn't apologize, fucking apologize. Yeah. But if he did, in fact, apologize immediately, just send redirect people to that. I honestly think he should or just say that he just like I just I would put know. it out there like straight up like if it were if if it were me in that situation and I know people would probably advise against it but I would if I made a mistake I would look at the camera and be like hey guys I'm sorry I messed up There's not much you can that's that's all you can do at and that I point And I hope you guys can forgive me 
you know, yeah. uh, because and, um, Excalibur was somebody I really enjoyed watching. I enjoy listening to. And I just hope he's not somebody that uses that word constantly. And or at least, he know, like he I you got to operate on good faith that he is a different person now yeah, yeah. than what he was in that. Hey, video, man, people that's can, all you can really do. people can be rehabilitated. That's for sure. You Dude, know. like we say, like I've definitely said. Well, I haven't said. I mean, I can't definitively say like maybe there's a video out there or whatever. Like you can never like again. A lot of people can say a lot of terrible things that like no one's perfect. You know, yeah. yeah. It's it's really it's about it's really all about what you can do moving forward at this point when in in regards to these certain situations. I mean, it's not to say everything every situation is the same, yeah. but. You really that's all you really got to hope for is that Excalibur just moves forward and do and be better and hope that he was better going, you know, as the years went by after that video. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that kind of goes into the dynamite because Excalibur was not there. And uh, it seems like they're going to do the same thing they did with Sammy. They're going to review the situation. He's going to be suspended for a few weeks and I'm sure his pay is going to go to some sort of charitable organization. And he'll be back. And, you know, the... and I'll, I'll say this. I'm just going to be up front here. Excalibur was desperately needed on this show. <sighs> he was. Fucking this... JR. JR, dude. He is just. JR is the guy who. he's Hold He on. should not. He's not the lead. He's, he, he was never going to be the lead. He just. He was a guy that was supposed to bounce off Excalibur. Excalibur is not there. When it, JR. When JR. Kind of a um, shit show he's like one of those guys that like he gets hired at your work. And at first he's really quiet and you're like, what? what's this guy? His tenure. He's kind of weird. Man. What do you, what do you tenure? No, no. He's quiet at first, but then all of a sudden you get to know him and he's all of a sudden just like dick and fart jokes. And you're just like, Oh my God, this guy is just all over the place because or I like, f- felt like that was just like Jr. all night. Just like, we're going to have 30 prizes for you. We're going to give away Taz's house. <laughs> you know, just like Jr. man, like, just simmer down. Have you ever, oh, yeah, no. have you ever watched uh, the the podcast after the show? Yeah, he just he puts over AEW and he really puts over AEW. He just shits on everything else <laughs> because he, he is. Know, it's funny because it's just like three old guys like trying to do Skype or Zoom and they're like, "What?" Oh, it's is like it, the commentary of today's show. Is it working? If it's not working, let me go back to drinking then. <laughs> like and, and drink he. And shall. He's like smoking. I'm like, oh my god. Anyways, AEW Dynamite, sorry. Dynamite. Like the fuse, bring the boom. We are live at Daily's Place as Kip Sabian, like all good millennials, plugs his Twitch channel, just like Miro. Uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, no Excalibur on the on the call, so boomers on commentary. Uh, crowd is boomers? a little bit more boomers. You know that you don't know that term? No. Baby boomers. Oh. Okay, boomers. Taz. No, I JR. get it because you're a boomer yourself. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> I, well, you're asking. You were asking what that meant. How do you know? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I I was thinking like a boom mic. That's what I was thinking. Oh, how? Why? Anyway, Inner Circle versus Best Friends in Jurassic Express five on five. Coming into this match, I was never going to completely follow this move by move. I was just dreading it like, oh, man, this is going to be kind of a shit show. But it was a shit show in another direction. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah. Hager lifts Orange Cassidy around but gets slapped on the chest. Aubrey Edwards is the ref in which she has all my sympathy. Like, you know, you would hope you were thinking like tag teams or really lots of dudes. 
Rick Knox is your guy. And and um, JR is just or not is it JR? JR is just bearing her. Like not like Oh, a, she's gonna wave her hands around? What is she doing? She can't control all this. They need more people out here. Fucking I mean, nobody can I mean Rick Knox good. I mean what they can't just say that. Like, oh, she can't do her job. Like uh, that's just a bad look. Anyway. Jericho accidentally breaks the ring skirt over the top rope. Her and Rana from Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Hager play catch using Marco Stunt as the ball. Um, Orange gets a four-way hug, and they all beat down Sammy. And then JR laughably says that 38-year-old Jake Hager has not quite reached his potential. And um, JR, bless your heart, and I feel like we're kind of just bearing you throughout this entire episode. I think Jake Hager has reached his potential. Oh, I'm not saying anything. I wasn't bearing JR at the beginning of the show. I I love JR in a show. He makes me laugh. He's great. I, I want to have a like, drink with the guy. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'd have a drink with him, but then I most definitely don't want him on lead, lead commentary on this show. Um, <clears throat> they build heat on Trent, beating him on the corner. Hot tag to Luchasaurus. He kicks everyone. He punches everyone. And then his mask almost falls off. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it, it was a real close call. And Taz and JR says his face almost fell off. And uh, JR goes, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, it's Luchasaurus. Yeah. Uh, again, everybody is getting their shit in on everyone. Orange stops Jericho from hitting Luchasaurus with Floyd the Bat. Sammy Guevara sets himself up up top, but is tossed by Matt Hardy via musical interference. And Luchasaurus chokeslams Sammy for the pin and win. I uh, it wasn't great. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a stretch to even say it was good. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, the only person that kind of got over in this match was Matt Hardy, and he wasn't even involved. I mean, he was only involved in the end. Um kind of treated i mean orange cassidy he's he still has his program with you know jericho going into the coming weeks but i just thought this was a little throwaway you know i didn't really think this match was that great anyway like it was kind of a mess i didn't i was kind of let down yeah i've seen people did you see the video matt hardy posted online about him abandoning all his gimmicks now uh is he gonna be the money guy now no, is that, he, cause that's what he's been doing okay. he's been doing that in dark but no he's he's, he's gonna go back he's gonna be Ma- matthew hardy he's just i mean if gonna, he's doing it in dark that doesn't mean he threw it throughout all his gimmicks that, he's I mean, doing a gimmick that's what he said in this video on twitter he posted he says i've been all these different things he goes there's uh i want to have a revitalization in my career unlike what they're doing to my brother and some other companies um mm. And a lot you've but seen. But then isn't that gonna become a gimmick? He said you've seen a lot of my faces, but you've never seen the face of Matthew Hardy. That's good that's that's literally going to be a gimmick itself. So he's just going against that. Everything's a gimmick, oh, Matt Hardy. Well, You're I mean, in the a pro wrestling. Everything's a gimmick in wrestling. So but uh, yeah. Uh more Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. What do you this is a, this seems to be our direction going in. Um he's I'm not to too put... crazy about it. We saw the match already. It's not as fresh as I think it is right now as of this week um it's a little bit uninspiring but you know but i will say this sammy guevara looked really good in the match and he's looked. i mean he came in with a lot of energy i mean i just think he i think sammy guevara was just being sammy guevara i I think he had a lot more energy in this match being like his first major match on dynamite being back so yeah well yeah uh we come back to uh jr on commentary he reminds us all that uh we're all just um uh Hold on, let me see here. We're all just following the rules. We got our masks. We uh, took my blood test on the wrist. So we're like following. Jer, Jer has sure. like a, a shot of whiskey behind the mask. Yeah. Okay. Nope. This ain't. Yeah, we this all ain't, got masks. This ain't water. He's pretty much Hangman Page. Yeah. Um, uh, John Moxley answered promo. He tries to stay. He says he tries to stay out of people's business. 
calls Darby Allen his little compadre and hated that Cage and Starks were beating him down. He doesn't start fights, but he always finishes them. Um, we cut back to the commentary table, and Taz responds that he's terrified. He should be. And Taz, that was, that was Taz is another one. Taz was awesome. Taz, okay, I'm going to say that. I'm going to oh, say Taz was awesome. Taz week. was good, but at the same time, he is also going back and forth between that manager role on commentary table and being an actual copy. Like, this match is good. Well, he's hitting this, but that guy, he sucks. But, da, 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 he's not as good as Brian Cage. Da, da, da. I'm just like, dude. I know the, the reason why I like Taz is because he's, and I think I said this last week, where he is willing to resign himself to the reality of the situation where it doesn't insult the viewer. Cause you see like Corey Graves trying to make up a, a million fucking like, you know, reasons why this dumbass thing happened. Yeah. Like if a dumbass thing happened in for Taz, if like if Brian cage and Ricky Starks do something really stupid, like Taz is willing to admit that was really stupid or Taz is willing to admit that he had to throw no, in the I, towel. I, I, to, that's cool. It's to, just this back do and this. forth. You know, it's one of those things. The one of those, it's one of those great, Debate tactics. You got to resign yourself, give yourself in a little bit so you can, you know. But is Corey Graves a manager? That's what I'm I mean, saying. he, but no, then, but he's not. No, but he's also on comp, but he's, but he's on the heel side of commentary. Just, but then Taz is also on the heel side of commentary. And that's, but then fine. he's not willing, but no, but he's not willing to like, uh, divorce reality. And I think, I think Taz, like he and and Chris Jericho too, where they just they don't they don't serve as like a like a d- distraction. They have their reasons, but they also see what they see. Like yeah. I, I genuinely, I thought I thought Taz was great this week. Yeah, Cody moments. versus War, yeah. Cody versus Warhorse for the TNT Championship. Just <laughs> Justin Roberts, God bless him. He says Warhorse is four thousand pounds of pure heavy metal, and he is here to rule. Ass. Well, that's his thing. Apparently, apparently, he rules a lot of ass. That's, that's is he? Is he thing. like a Christian guy? No, he's a metal dude. He I was thought, literally no. just not. He was literally headbanging. I thought he said. In comparison, I thought he said when he was coming to the ring, he looked at the camera, and I thought he said, "The power of Christ plus rock and roll. That's Warhorse, baby." Which I'm just wondering if that's what he said. If I'm wrong, I I would like to know. I think that, I missed that. I actually didn't hear that. So. Um, and he just proceeds to says the shit out of both names and Cody and Warhorse like Justin Roberts. He, yeah, uh, <laughs> Taz just said, uh, I, I hope somebody a little bit extra. I hope somebody gets a warm tea ready for Justin after the show. Probably has it in the at the ready. Uh, they trade waist locks, meat and potatoes wrestling to start. Jr. says to keep track of Cody's facial expressions to see if there's any any hint of frustration. Oh, that'll show that. you anything. His mood for the night. It'll it'll show. It's all in his face. Uh, Cody gets out of the ring out of frustration as Arn assures him he's got this. Don't let your anger get in the way of your talent. Crisscross Irish, crisscross Irish whip run into a lariat from Warhorse. I thought that looked cool. It's probably the only cool thing he did. Uh, we got a suplex during picture in picture. Got to keep us engaged. Single leg Boston crab from Cody. War reaches the ropes. Jr. mentions the pushups during the commercial break, much to the ire of Arn Anderson. You're like you're being too distracted. Warhorse selling the left leg as he runs to Cody with strikes on the corner. Gets a good amount of offense in at this point. Uh, elbow. He does. Uh, he does an elbow drop. Shades of Macho Man. Which, if you go to Warhorse's IG, he um he ha- he pays homage to Macho Man in that picture where Macho Man has the title belt. Yeah. He's looking into the sunset. You know that picture, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Warhorse head does one himself with a with the title that he has. I don't know what it is. It's the Independent uh, Wrestling Championship. It's from the what's that streaming site? Um, 
I indie wrestling. Independent yeah, wrestling. it's a title. Uh, well, War Horse is selling the left leg as he runs to Cody with strikes on the corner. Um, I think I said that already. <laughs> Lots of pin attempts from War Horse. Cody kicks out of all of them. War Horse tries to stop the figure four, but taps out. Yeah. I Cody's new finisher. I mean, yeah, it's his new finisher. I didn't think this match was all that great. No. Uh, I thought War Horse, uh, I, the character himself, is very cool. Well, not, like, very, like, it's great for wrestling. Very adult I, swimmy. Uh, yeah, I like Warhorse as a character. Yeah, I just cool. didn't think it, he had a great match with Cody. I like um, the group he has in, in like GCW. It's like him, Alley Cat, and Effie, which yeah. are just like three like super with the time gimmicks. So this just didn't play into Warhorse's strength. No, strength. I, I mean, all um, these matches. I mean, they're just for Cody to get over. No, 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 no. There's Ed, uh, Eddie Kingston last week. All right. Where Th- is that? He? I feel like is a template to what Cody can be capable of because if anything, Cody, like they, Cody, it's it's up to him. Remember, this is as, as much as I want to rag on Warhorse. This is as much as Cody uh, on Cody in this regard. It's yeah. that he, he wants to prove himself to be a very versatile performer and he wants to wrestle everybody. Well, you got to wrestle a type of, if you want to wrestle everybody, you got to know how to wrestle everybody. And he, I think Cody was off his game this week in particular against Warhorse, and they just, I don't think they they had that much chemistry in the ring. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen. Cody's, Cody. Let's just face it, Cody's like not Okada or Kenny Omega. Just say it like that, okay? I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to force me to say it. Like, let's you're the just, one who made no, him just the not. Let's, of the year. Michael, calm down, okay? He's not. He, don't yell at me. Um, so what I'm saying is, a guy not, with the Cody, you have, the, you're the one with the Cody Rhodes avatar in the Slack. I do. Chat. You're right. I have two Cody Rhodes shirts. And I want. I don't remember. Anyways, um, so what I'm saying is, like, there is times where it's like he's not going to put on six star, five star matches with everybody. Like they're gonna be but it's matches. It's great to have four star matches. But you know what? For him, this is the three at best. For him, it's good to have that experience, though. It's good for him to get in the ring with every different type of wrestler and try to own your craft as much as you can. So that's awesome, and he's trying to do that, and he's trying to make himself better by doing that. That's fucking good. But, but, uh, yeah. but you're gonna have uh, matches that are bad sometimes. Yeah, you can't win them all. Well, Cody's going to win them all. (laughs) Post-match, Warhorse tries to stop John Silver and Alex Reynolds from attacking Cody for some reason, but is beat down himself. Uh, They then beat on Cody, only to be rescued by one Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zach Woo-Woo-Woo Ryder. Um, He, they, they kind of pimp, like, right, like, as soon as he, as soon as Matt Cardona, as, as soon as he went on screen, the, his pro wrestling tees AEW shirt was just at the ready on the Twitter account. It says strong. It's it actually, it's actually not a bad shirt. It just says strong Island. Um, and that's the gimmick that they're going with. And his name is Matt Cardona. Well, um, and he rescues Cody and these, you know, he's that's a friend of Cody. He, he rescues no, Cody. No, his gimmick is he's Cody's friend. And right. as her, as said in another interview in the past, Cody did not want all elite wrestling to be, uh, you know, Friend, it's where he just wants to sign a bunch of friends. Well, you got Matt Cardona, and where uh, I don't know. It just seems to me like I'm just worried that this is going to be just another Sean Spears situation. It's exactly what I was thinking. Um, where they're gonna, that was the comparison that I. He's going to turn on Cody. Thought. He's going to challenge him for the title, and he might beat him for the title. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Why'd you screw me out of the title?" 
Oh, you you were part of the Nightmare family. Um, so I'm gonna give Zack Ryder credit. I'm just gonna call him Zack Ryder right you, now. Um, please, do. I'm gonna give him a lot of credit. Like, look at when you when you when you think about it, like Zack Ryder is like a pioneer in a lot of ways. He you was know the first, he was the first WWE signed wrestler to have his own YouTube channel and to just completely be self-made. Like you might argue like he was the prototype for something like a being the elite or an up, up, down, down, or the myriad of like you, like every single WWE wrestler, like yeah. fucking Ruby riot has her own YouTube channel. The Bella twins, like Zack Ryder did that first. Yeah. So and I'm willing to give him credit in that too. regard. And I hope they and I hope they kind of lean on that. Like, listen, I was the first one to do all of this stuff. And yeah, I was made an example out of everybody and it demoralized a lot of people everywhere. But that didn't stop everybody here. Like you, I want him if if they can really kind of hammer in that. I think that that could bring a lot of goodwill to the audience, um, you know, towards them. Whatever helps, dude. Yeah. Instead of just being Matt Cardona, Cody's friend. He's very he was very, very tan. I will say that he looked jacked. He like, looked jacked what is up? What is up with dudes leaving WWE and then getting jacked? It's not like I mean, mm, I wonder. Besides the obvious, <sighs> but yeah, they got Zack Ryder. He's a uh, woo woo woo. He, he might as well be all elite. He's he's signed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Tony is uh, Tony Schiavone is on the ramp announcing the next pay per view, which is All Out, which is at September fifth. I don't think he said it, but I'm saying it right here: September fifth, All Out. Wow! So breaking news: September fifth. You heard it here first on City Wrestling Radio. That's not that far away, dude. Like, dude, it's the August 29th is, right August now. is like a week away. It's like a few days away. That's fucking crazy. I yeah. <laughs> Shivers. Uh, Jer- uh, but then Jericho, he just straight up interrupts Tony Schiavone because it's not a Tony Schiavone segment if he doesn't get interrupted. Um, Sammy calls, uh, yeah, Jericho shuts the music and everyone up. Sammy sh- calls Matt Hardy a son of a bitch, in which Jericho asks, Hey, Sammy, what does son of a bitch mean in Spanish? And he says, Son of L bitch. I wish. Yep. Funny. Welcome back, Sammy. I loved it. Uh, Jericho says in two weeks he faces Orange Cassidy, but next week he challenges Orange to a debate. Uh, Jericho asks Santana if it's if his jacket still smells like orange juice. Jen Santana says it smells like cat pee. Jericho screams in frustration, just like last week as Ortiz stares at Tony and yells, "Like cat pee, Tony!" Can't yell that much. It's getting pretty late. So yeah. <laughs> um, here's the thing: you forgot to point out with the debate next week. There's a special guest uh, uh, moderator. Moderator. Who, is it Who do you be? think it's going to be? I don't know. Is great it, Muda. Is it a wrestler? It can't be Great Muda. He's in Japan. Um, is it like uh, an, a, a politician? Somebody on the news? Some random like Rachel Maddow? It's going to be Matt, Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. It sounds good. I like it a lot. I like what you said. He's, he's, he's fighting this. Uh, he's fighting uh, in September. Is, you hear he about fighting? that? Oh, wait, the exhibition match? Yeah, he's doing that. It's all good. It's eight ounce gloves against Roy Jones Jr., who's, well, you normally, know. who's known for being a really speedy fighter, but at 54. So, uh, whatever. I don't know. <sighs> I, I, don't know I talked to my dad about that. He's willing to pay like like $50 for that fight because, of course, he is. Um, yeah. Uh a debate between orange Cassidy and Jericho. I think you can kind of predict where this is going. It'd be, I hope that orange Cassidy doesn't just like surprise everybody. He just cuts this monster promo or whatever. I think, or he'll, he'll probably just say whatever. Yeah. I'm saying it's like, going. Hey, orange Cassidy, what's your stance? Whatever. Eh, whatever. And everyone's going to cheer for him and boo Jericho. And they're going to be like, 
you're the winner, Orange Cassidy. Hey, it'll probably be an amazing segment, <laughs> you know. Uh, Tony and Mega Parekh, who's paralegal for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, she was in a couple of those Road 2 videos, and I thought oh, she yeah, was really I mean, like the yeah. first person. I'm sorry? I, I'm just agreeing with you. I remember her now. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she did. She She's the person in all the contract signings. She's just like, hey, guys, here you go. Uh, to, yeah, she hands FTR an AEW contract. Arn, and then, like, Arn Anderson comes in to go over the contract. Like, he's totally Blanchard or something. And uh, Cash Wheeler announces, well, he, he makes sure that one of the terms in this contract is that August 12th, Tag Team Appreciation Night, hosted by FTRs. Uh, they, they agree. They, uh, Tony Khan, like, he's, he's off screen, but they, they come to terms with that. And then Hangman Adam Page barges in and just pours out whiskey shots to celebrate. Um, FTR gets shots. Hangman gets the entire glass. They drink. They celebrate. FTR is officially cheap, officially cheap. signed. Um, by AEW. Um, yeah, not much to say. They got tag team appreciation night on August twelfth. What do you think? Is every match just going to be? I mean, I'm assuming every match is going to be tag teams. Every match tag team, and I think Midnight Express or Rock and Roll Express is no, going to be. They're not. I think they're going to be in the in the crowd. I mean, can they can they leave their houses? Can they? They're older. Hey, man! If Jake the Snake Roberts can be over, Jake there, the Snake Jim Ross can be. He there. chooses to be out. Will the Rock and Roll Express choose to be out? No, whatever. Meeting them, I would say yes. Yes, they would choose to be out. But oh, of course. Um, um uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, and I think new tag champions that night. Could be. Might as I well. mean, I would say I would personally say that for all out, but you you don't who am I to really say what's best? Uh yeah. That yeah. leads us to our Agreed. next match. Yeah. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno versus Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega for the AEW tag team championships. Brody Lee and Colt Cabana join the commentary booth. Tony asks if Anna Jay is in the dark order as we awkwardly throw to commercial break, which I like, like that, see that throw. Like they were just, they, they were paused and they were just like, just, they didn't know what the fuck they were they doing. They were just like, they were all of a sudden like, what the fuck is Anna Jay doing here? At Chili's well, no, this was week. Later, Come that was get later you. in the show. Yeah. yeah. They're like, he, I think JR just jumped the gun in that regard. And I just thought like, man, like again, <sighs> do better Excalibur. Cause AEW figures are coming to Walmart this Monday. What do you say, Corey? Drive, let's oh, go, let's I didn't know that. I didn't let's know go, that these dri- figures were coming to fucking toy stores on Monday with the 12 times they showed this commercial. I was going to ask, Corey, you want to you drive over to San Leandro? I'll, I'll no, you. I don't. Why? It's not that far. You just got to cross the Bay Bridge. Oh, no. Is it still there? I think it's shut down, actually. The San it's Leandro. still there. It's oh. still The San Leandro one's open. The one Wasn't there one in Roanoke Park? I think the San Leandro one closed. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't keep track of Walmart. The, of Walmart's. Walmart's not allowed in the Bay Area. We're yeah. too liberal for that. Yeah, we're but we're not liberal enough for Target. We have Target. Um, Anyways, anyway. That's, that's what I'm on. saying. Um, Hangman's Chiron announces that he did, in fact, not like the white wrist tape last week, which is a, it's a damn shame. But whatever makes you comfortable. As Kenny is entering, uh, is entering through the entrance ramp, his pyro goes off, but Paige is already brawling, leading to Kenny just having to, like, he can't do his entrance anymore. He has to run to the ring to protect Paige. Um, Yeah, in this match, I, Uno, evil Uno, like, the more I see him, the more slimmer he's been getting. He's looking good. I re, he's looking fantastic. He might end up being more slimmer than Grayson at this, at this rate. This match was really good. 
I really oh, yeah. enjoyed this match, and I think this is the best match I've ever seen the Dark Order in. Evil Uno, I mean, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Uh, Uno and Grayson. I'm sure that I'm sure there's no. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure there was like one that was actually like way better because they're they're mad underrated. I mean, I'm sure like, there is. Begin the yeah. That's the thing. Like because I I I wouldn't go as far. I can't say that. I can't definitively say this is their best match they've ever done. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying this is the best best match I've ever seen. By them. Ever seen? Better than Omega and Omega. By them. By them. Where am I on these notes? Okay. Tilta World Back Tilta War Tilta World Backbreaker. I don't know how they do it. From Kenny to Grayson. JR asks Colt if he's officially a Dark Order member. Colt just says he's just hanging out right now, guys. They're just being good to me and all this stuff. Just guys being dudes. Uh, Bucks are just watching from the sideline. Omega and Paige just chop Uno. They just double team the shit out of him. And then we get a shot in the commentary. Um, we get a commentary wide shot, and you see Anna J just standing like she's on this. She just came back from the set of Eyes Wide Shut. And oh, she I has thought, this like I thought she was hmm. borrowing the the outfit from Allie, the, the bunny. The bunny. That's where that. That's where that set. That's where that came from. It's the exact, like, it's like her exact outfit. Bunny, like Bunny just can't find her and can't find her shit. She's like, Damn it! I can't Anna make Jay that heel still- turn. She took my fucking heel outfit. I. They're giving Anna J the reverse Andrade treatment because uh, somebody mean? like Anna Jay don't you don't put a mask on her like that oh huh well yeah whatever yeah I say I say fuck it just put a full mask on her I don't care Sin Cara just give her the Sin Cara yeah. mask give her a Sin Cara mask don't do that don't do that to Anna Jay um yeah Colt says he's never paid for a meal once hanging out with Brody Lee Cole is just putting Brody over like senselessly saying he's rejuvenated being back with him they build heat on page Omega's uh, stops the count from a kick to the back and suplex. Omega tosses Stu to the corner and just leaps over the rope to nothing as Kenny looks in confusion. And, like they got they, it got caught into the camera of the turnbuckle camera. And you just yeah. see Kenny's face like, uh, I didn't expect that to happen. Uno capitalizes with a really nice looking Swanton bomb. They try to pin Kenny and Paige stops the count. Cannonball 450 combo from Dark Order for a two count on Kenny. Uh, Brody Lee is just about to blow up. Cast a gasket every time there's these near falls. Um, Snap Dragon to Uno, but Grayson gets a foot stomp to Kenny. B trigger to Uno from Kenny for a two count, but then we get a buckshot B trigger on Uno. Um, pin, win, titles, tag team titles retain. Was um, that supposed yeah. to be the finish? Yeah, I think so. Buckshot B trigger is very productive. No, I mean, because Stu Grayson was very, very close, but he looked like he slipped trying to break up the ref. Like he looked like he should have hit the ref to break it up. And the you ref know, was kind of like guess, three. Okay. Ring the bell. Yeah. I could see I could see that being pretty awkward, but Hey, I mean, what were they supposed to win Corey? No, no, no. But I just, I wonder if it was supposed to go any longer. I don't well, see the well, dark order winning. You know, I They're feel like fucking... edu- maybe it's an educational process of like, Hey, listen, it's, you know, he had a plan. He didn't execute on that plan, which is to stop that count. No you dark know, order has too many hands in the fire right now. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, post-match, uh, Lee tells Colt to leave. He doesn't want him to see any of what he's about to do. And then Go to your room, Lee. son. You don't want to see what I'm about to do. And boy, what Lee does, he, he whips out the papers. He, and then he just wallops great, um, evil Uno with, with, um, his head with those papers. And, uh, for those people watching being the elite, it's a recurring bit it's a homage to that bit where, again, Brody Lee whips out papers and he just just whips it on every, it just yeah. throws it on everybody's head. Yeah, and uh, fun time is had by all. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, hard hats were put on because these men were fucking working. Uh, uh, yeah, no, but um, the whole thing with the dark order surrounding the ring and. Oh, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten there. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about the match. Um, Good match. I really I, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was fucking great. Dark order looked really, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like like you mentioned earlier, uh, Lee summons Dark Order goons. Uh, Bucks come uh, show up <clears throat> to be back up for uh, Hangman and Omega. And then yeah. you see FTR. They break out the cooler. They even out the numbers. They stare down. Lee laughs. And that was our segment. What do you think of that? I, I just I don't know. It was not much of an advancement of that storyline. Like it was just, I I think if anything, what I came away with it was the dark order is involved with this tag team title picture now. And I think their, 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 their purpose is to be fodder for this true rivalry, which is FTR and hangman. Well, yeah, no, um, what you're, um, what do you call it? You, I think you forgot to mention, uh, Brody Lee pointing out hangman page. Oh, saying that, um, you know, like, oh, I'm oh really, I think I, oh, I think I did. I'm really Thank pissed you. at you laughing at us and, and you're, yeah, he, you're, he stirs the pot. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's to me, it seems like, like the first off you have the dark order going and attacking Cody earlier in the night. Now they're after this match, they're surrounding the ring for the elite. So I'm just like, wait, okay, which one are y'all doing? Okay. I mean, maybe Brody Lee is just salty that his Dark Order guys have lost and it's like, okay, you know what? I mean, it's obvious as hell that Paige and Omega are just kind of bickering fools with each other or they've, you know, they have conflict. And so Lee's just out of frustration, just capitalizes on that because his guys didn't win. So I'm I'm, here I am just going to. Just he's, you know, like you know how the there's moment. an argument, like how you're ever in an argument with somebody, and then they're the person's last resort is for personal attacks. Like this is Lee. This is what Brody Lee's doing. Yeah. Thanks for showing up, Kenny. Really, thank you. Hangman like, appreciates it. Yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, Britt Baker gets the microphone. She mentions the women's tag team tournaments. Uh, she talks about Big Swole, and she'll only get to her. That that the only way that Big Swole will get to Britt Baker is if she beats somebody of Britt Baker's choice, um, and yeah, that was just that was Britt Baker. On the I show, wonder honestly. what's going to keep Big Swole from beating up um, Britt Baker. Maybe if they have to coexist some ways together. I mean, she's not. Cle- I mean, Britt Baker isn't cleared until All Out. They're starting this tournament. This. I mean, they're starting to air this tournament on Monday. Oh, like they're they? probably filming the. They're airing it. The they're airing right it now. on Monday. This Monday. Why is it on Monday? What? Because it's on YouTube. Oh, okay, cool. So it's yeah. just it's it's not dark and it's not on Dynamite, but it's something separate. It's its own thing. It's starting its own cool. thing. Maybe because they either think it's going to get killed in the ratings, or that they don't have enough faith in it, or they just don't have the performers to really carry on that extra content i love it and and given the and given who was announced this (laughs) this week for who's in it i don't blame them um i mean do you i I could just go over the deadly draw rules here i wasn't willing to take notes but i did take a picture of what on my screen uh the deadly draw rules the tournament is a random draw all competitors must draw a color matching colors will become a team selections are final and cannot be appealed and uh well can they be traded can they be traded? Doesn't say anything about being traded. Doesn't. Good. So. Who knows? Not much is known. We'll see Monday. I'm not going to take notes on it. Listen, sure ladies, trade. That's the smart way to do it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like the Eddie Guerrero, Ric Flair thing where Eddie Guerrero secretly steals Ric Flair's number. Royal Rumble number. Yeah. Not enough between those two. Anyway, I digress. 
Diamante versus Hikaru Shida. Insert vignette for Diamante saying she's not signed and has nothing to lose and everything to prove and says in Spanish, pressure makes diamonds. Um, hey, it's something. It's something for me to care about in Diamante, and I thought she looked great in this match. Look good, yeah. Uh, Shida extends her hand. She, Diamante pushes her face in. Shida knees Diamante in the face as she's draped in the barricade. Uh, they exchange rights as they hold on to each other's wrists. Uh, flare chops to the chest of Shida suddenly turn to Kobashi chops with a... Ah! Not much I can describe it. Uh, cutting or some stun- cutter or some stunner of some sorts, according to JR from Diamante. Diamante blows a spot and trying a destroyer, but tries to salvage it into a pin. But Sheeta lands on the ropes as Diamante continues to try and pin, but ref forces her to stop. I thought this was a really awkward spot and a very awkward sentence that I just read. Did you Did you see this? No, I mean it I was, was watching in the background, but oh, way to show your cards, Corey. Hey, you know what? I'm truthful. Uh, transparent uh, suplex from Sheeta, running knee pin and win <laughs> uh, yeah I, I see something in Diamante like a sloppy finish aside I, I hope she used she, to be part of LAX right yeah they might as well just sign all of LAX at this point <laughs> yeah where's Conan yeah or LA boom and all that shit I you know they're in a relationship with AAA like they could do something mm-hmm. Uh, yeah uh, this brings Sheeta's overall record to 18 and seven and can be the first woman in AEW to reach 20 wins. I'm willing to bet that she will reach 20 wins. <laughs> she just doesn't win anything <laughs> for the next like month. She can't reach the 20 mark. Damn it. Uh, yep. Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose. Uh, they, yeah, she, Nyla Rose. They she announces her number, her her uh, her number or no her color Picks and her it's color, purple. Yeah. It's like good color. purple and huh? What purple's a good color? Yeah, purple purple's a great color. Um, look at my background. Hey, um, can't and then she um and then it's announced that Nyla Rose's partner is fucking Cameron. Um, yeah. From the Funkadactyls. Funk is on a roll. I Funk just let out a big sigh. Like it's your 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 God bless God bless her. Um Ariane from uh Total Divas. Yeah. Uh not Naomi. Uh the one who tried to pin uh oh, wrestler. Naomi who is was not on, on AEW on, Dynamite. No, no, no. But who tried to pin uh, Cameron, Cameron, also known as the woman who said that uh Melina and Alicia Fox was the greatest wrestling match of all time, leading Steve Uncle Steve Austin to just cut a promo on her. That one. Uh, Cameron, the one who tried to pin another performer who was laying front uh, on her front and tried to pin her and told the referee to count that pin. Who Was that on TV? That was on, that was on TV. I think I that remember was, that. That, yeah. that was legitimately on I, TV, and everybody just did not. I remember know. that. That was. I'll say this. Good time. Only if she brings Vinny. Her boyfriend from Total Divas. If I, I don't know whether or not they're still together. I not much is known. I don't know. Besides the fact that she's on AEW now, I like Vinny. If she if he can come in and be a manager, because good lord, we need enough. We well, have, they got, got Vicky Guerrero. They got Vicky Guerrero. Okay. Oh, that's right. Also, you got Vicky Guerrero on that team. Uh, you got yourselves a heel unit, but yeah, Cameron appearing in AEW. Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder being. On this show, I just I just let out like, is it 2013? Like, you can't get CM Punk, but we might as well get everybody in the roster when he was there. Yeah. On this thing, and I just yeah, Great calling I, I I I just I just I just felt like a real rationally like negative feeling upon this, and who knows? Like, she's probably not signed. Like, 
She's probably just going to be fodder for Nyla Rose. She's going to eat the pins in the matches that Nyla Rose has to lose in, I guess. Um, well, it's a tournament. So, so I, Yeah, it's a tournament, so it'll be one. You know, she would have to win, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they'll I lose in the opening know. round and Nyla Rose will beat her up. I guess. Sounds about right to me, actually. Anyway, next segment. MJF is out with a podium to address the state of the industry. Says he's going to force feed knowledge to this audience like a five-year-old is fed mac and cheese. Tells people to use the hashtag MJF2020 and not my champion. Calls the audience bench warmers as Griff Garrison just shakes his head and disappears. You know, okay, so you know what's funny is that I didn't fully realize it, but I was watching the with the non-picture and picture version. So I actually got to see. You didn't like, see. You didn't see the t- the podium get set up. No, I did see the podium get set up. But there was just like this long time where he's just like walking around the ring. I'm like, why is he just walking around the ring all slowly? Like, because we're on commercial. Some break. R- random guys like, are you on the fight feed? I pick you. I pick. Yeah, I think it was think the fight feed. You were yeah. you were on the fight feed. Yeah, you you, you paid AW plus yeah. a month five dollars yeah. a month for a fight yeah, feed I on your that. VPN. Yeah, yeah perfectly yeah. legal situation. Well, VPNs I don't think are extremely legal, right? No, they're super legal. You just pay ten dollars a month, and then you get you get get internet from Vietnam and pay twenty dollars for AW pay per views. Anyways, he says the reason he why he's not being used is because they're afraid he's going to upstage certain people. He talks about change and mentions the word paradigm shift. He says it went from a revolution to a dictatorship, and that John Moxley is not my champion. Uh, he compl- and then he goes on to complain about flips and spots and that fans are brainwashed to like all of it, pretty much unleashing his inner Jim, inner Jim Cornette in the body of a 24-year-old. <clears throat> he says a world champion leads by example and not play wrestle. Says wrestlers don't go around cosplaying as other wrestlers, and that's a stone-cold fact, which is a, which is a knock on John Moxley being... He also said, uh, he was like, when you came from the land of Titans, and uh, that's, like he said, and that's... Where everyone like does it old school, and you know that's a fact, brother. Yeah, There's something along those He's just going. He's just going there. You know, uh, he talks about he talks about ratings and John's name value, and that MJF draws MJF draws more than him, and then MJF really hammers the nickname Dictator John, which I'm I'm apparently apparently I wasn't the only one, but he's really ch- kind of channeling the commander in chief here and Donald Trump. Oh, I got that. The second, the second he walked out in that fucking blue suit with the red fucking tie. I was like, Oh, he's Trump. He's coming out as Trump. This is, this is definitely short of let's build a wall. He's just going for, and he's apparently going to do another speech next week. And smug, rich white guy who is, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's enough. Okay. I'll let me finish the segment. He says he blames all the problems society on John and that his talent out and that MJ, like MJF says his talent outweighs John's tenure. And he's the guy that's going to lead the company for the next 25 years. So when he's 49 years old, he'll still be champion. Um, at this point, shit gets real. Like with this guy, like the booze just keep getting louder and louder. And, and then as his music plays, he challenges Moxley for the title at all out. You know, like once you put that aside, like the whole Trump, like the fact that he is actually trying to trying to go for Trump. I thought this was an incredible promo. It was good. Um, it was good. I like uh, it. To me, like this super ele- to, like I came off this. I came off of this like way more interested for what John Moxley is well, doing in uh, like in this in this matchup in more than the main event and what's going to happen next week. I thought MJF. I to me, he's the MVP of the night. 
Uh, well, I mean, he didn't channel Trump in a way that, like, he's We're really treading a line in a, ho- like, oh, in that, a horrible that... way. Like, but in the sense where I I got it, and I'm like, I don't like Trump, and MJ. I don't want to be reminded of Trump. But but it's also he's channeling just enough to he's... make it to make it to make it believable and make it be like you fucking asshole. I can't wait to see someone give you a paradigm shift. He's not trying too hard. He's not going full. Uh, oh, he was, he was fucking, he was getting very into that speech. Well, yeah, it's just more or less just very it really passionate. Was, it, really, it really was the fact that he just kept on saying dictator John, just the, the whole nickname, like, which is a really, really big, mm-hmm. like Trump tactic. Like, well, that's what he does. He gives people nicknames and, like Moxley, I mean uh, MGF gave Moxley dictator, and um, it's a really it's a really thin line that you, they they got to tread on this one. If this is what they're going for, like it's it's up to AEW to really show how much how much of a sophisticated company they truly are. And honestly, like I, we'll see, man. Well, you know, and this is this is why I think there's a fine line. I think there's, and I fucking and I need to reinstate this. I hate Trump. Don't you like know, the guy. Yeah. No, I do. Yeah, Be, but this he's is terrible. why I'm defending this promo that MJF did by taking just enough of it of the Trumpness to the heel factor of him. Because there's Nick, there's not Nick Aldis, but um, Sam Adonis. Uh, now that's what I was thinking of when two people are just going trying are trying too hard because he directly references Trump. That's what I'm saying. You have people like that who are just like build the wall. I'm like, I mean, you got Brian Cage. Like going in Mexico wearing a shirt saying build the wall, you know, yeah. for heat. Yeah. And all so. that stuff. Remember that? It's a wrestling is a microcosm of society, Corey. It's just whether you like it or not. Next segment. I mean, we go through next week, uh twelve men matchup because that's because that's what this show needs. More just I mean with And hopefully guys, Ari will have more than one ref with her, right? <laughs> uh, elite Okay, so it's the elites, which is Kenny Omega and the Bucks, Page and FTR versus all apparently all of the Dark Order. Which, you know, I have a lot more faith in this match being a lot better than the ten man this week, uh, yeah. considering how considering the workers and all of this. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy in debate with a special guest moderator. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna pull this up right now. What if it's Gooch of next of it, next week? It, it could be Gooch. Oh, oh, oh. Of the moderators? Yeah, I think I think the moderators gooch. Just before I forget, because they did because on because on the Twitter account they said more. I'm just gonna go Meltzer on you and just say and right here. And anyway, so AEW Dynamite. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no. Okay, so next week. So next week, um, John Silver and Alex Reynolds versus TNT champion Matt um, Cody and Matt Cardona. So he's not so defending the title, right? Next week. No, it's it's a it's a tag team match. So John, so Cody and Matt Cody and Matt versus John Silver and Alice Reynolds. So so Cody doesn't defend the title every week. I, yeah, that's what that's weird. I thought he was he said he was going to do that every week, but I guess not. I guess they just you know. And uh, he doesn't up MJF does an update next week on the state of things, the debate, and uh, I think that's it as far as announcements go. We'll find out more as as the week goes by. Main event, D- no DQ, tornado tag team match. John Moxley versus Darby Allen versus, no, John Moxley and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Excuse me. Darby Allen, Darby Allen's music plays, but no Darby. Moxley's music plays. We have Moxley. 
Taz, Taz pimps out Brian and his biceps as Starks gets on the mics. Uh, Starks says he is young, handsome, and successful and has to... Like, he says this He says this promo about how awesome he is, but then... He looks like a dork. Well, I think that's... I mean, he... Again, like, that's... He was kind of he was kind of laying on laying it on thick there, but then when he says like he says this promo and he runs down Moxley and it's just he's this is followed by that MJF promo and I just thought like like I don't know man like first you have well first of all you have two sec two consecutive segments that just straight up just verbally abuse Moxley to a point like you know it's it's kind of weird but then it's just it's a different style it's it just reminded me too much of MJF and how Ricky Starks isn't as good on the mic as mjf which is kind of a hot take because ricky starks is actually pretty good on the mic but he's no mjf yeah it's mjf uh stark says mox wrestles like pig pen and bumps like a crash test dummy okay well, i'll give him credit for that that's a pretty good line uh moxley's just yeah a co- uh they both enter starks and brian cage enter and then as soon as they enter through the ramp co- a coffin drop out of nowhere from the smoke to starks and cage they brawl outside cage catches alan midair but moxley does a tope suicida just walks, walk and brawls on the outside. Just, just you know, it's a tornado, tornado tag. What do you expect? We get a picture in picture as Moxley sets up a power bomb to a trash can. It doesn't happen. Mox gets double teamed during the break. K, uh, Cage does a slam on Moxley as Darby is on his head and slams both of them. <laughs> Jr. had a pretty good line. Says uh, Darby Allen is a slinky with a heart, <laughs> which everybody loves know. a slinky. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone gets their shit in. Cutter to Starks from Moxley. Lariat from Cage to Moxley. JR calls a German suplex a belly to back, which, hey, man, I get moves I get moves wrong, too. Uh, I ain't any better, but this, yeah. was, this, this was a German suplex, JR. Come on. Maybe if I watch it again, maybe you're right, but whatever. Stereo Alabama slam to Moxley onto a trash bin, but Darby starts to stop the count. Moxley saves Darby from a buckle bomb. Mox positions Cage for the coffin drop. Trash can to the bicep from Allen. Um... Things get worse for Darby. Um, wait, hold on. This note's got weird. Okay. Darby Allen, he whips out the tack-filled skateboard from a previous spot that he did to Joey Janelle in a previous pay-per-view that I forget the name of. Just still under uh, the ring, you know. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very convenient. Everyone's and like, he, whose board is this? Just leave it down there. Somebody will get it. All right. And then he drives it to Ricky Starks' back, and it's there really deep. Like, I remember last week when um, Ricky Starks he um, when he collides into when he when he attacks attacked uh, Darby from behind and he and Darby got Enzo Amore into the ropes and he, that legitimately gave him a concussion. Yeah, like some part of me believes that this was Darby Allen giving Ricky Starks a receipt on this end because he be. really laid it on there. Could be. Uh, funniest part too about this, real quick. Um, oh, hold on, let me finish this match. Yeah. This is the last spot. Uh, he drives the uh, he drives the attack filled skateboard to Ricky Starks back as Moxley puts Cage into an armbar as Allen pin Starks as we end that match. Go on. Uh, I thought it was really funny before they come out. They cut that promo, and Starks just keeps talking and talking and talking. And he missed his cue on the entrance, and like, they stares. fucking were just like, "Fuck it, put that music up." Because, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, me and Brian Cage do this and then, uh, oh, well, we got to go. Bye. That might be just live television and experience on his end. Yeah, yeah I, I think that the, there was a certain point where, because it he seems like he just kept, right? I think he just kept repeating himself. You know what I mean? I was like, just go. Rambling. Eh, you know. Go. In experience. Anyways, yeah. I'll get better. And I really do, because I, I thought, like, this match as, um, I don't want, like, on 
on paper, I thought this was going to be an incredible match. I didn't think it would, it reached a certain level of expectations that, you know, that I had. Yeah. But it was okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was a match. Um, post match, uh, well, yeah. Allen points to the title as his music's played. And then Tony Schiavone announced that Mox is defending the title against Allen next week, on which Taz just responds like, what? And, uh, yeah, that's, that, for all intents and purposes, this might be just the end, the blow off between Mox and Brian Cage and everybody, unless they interfere into this title match next week, which I'm not, a, I'm not opposed because I don't think, like, what is Darby Allen going to lose again next week? I, I don't know. I yeah. think this is just a match that they just wanted to get out there for people to be intrigued about. And or MJF's really, gonna I'm not really buying it. Break up the match or someone's going to interfere. I don't and know. That's the thing. Like AEW doesn't like they don't do that. Well, so far, yeah, so far. So it's not that I don't want to. Do I don't that. want to. I don't want them to beat Darby Allen, but then I don't want them to beat Moxley. And I'm like, if only there was a way to avoid this sort of. <laughs> Listen, baby, I got something for you that I invented. It's called the Dusty Finish. You send someone down there, you beat them both up. It's all good because I created it just for you, baby. You're my son. Take it. Okay. All right, and um, yeah, that was dynamite. I was pretty let down by the show. Um, I thought the Hangman Adam, uh, the, the the Hangman Omega Dark Order match was was above average. You yeah. know, like they 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 worked real hard. Uh, the ten man tag, like it was, it was it was a clusterfuck in the worst way instead of the clusterfuck in a great way. Yeah. Um, the the War Horse and Cody, I was personally a little bit let down by. It just seemed kind of like an off night. I underwhelmed. I didn't. I didn't really love show. this episode of Dynamite in general. I thought MJF was the best segment, but that's all I can really say. I wasn't like Diamante. I, I'm, I can get behind. Like Sheeta continues to be pretty good at what she does. Not great, but good. Yeah. But yeah, I was just not really feeling it like i usually do after these dynamites yeah I, but i don't want to say it was the worst episode but it definitely wasn't but let's move know. on let's move on to nxt it's get we're this show's getting really long today <laughs> how long is it like what's the what's the counter 99 minutes right now oh <laughs> and we still Part need to talk course, about nxt like, nxt no this is uh, someone who's at it who edits these shows like this is kind of the usual pace, like NXT, the review last time. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. NXT. Uh, anyways, AEW was a good show. It was a good show. Underwhelming, though. You liked it? Oh, yeah. Underwhelming. Yeah, underwhelming, but it was it was okay. Uh, NXT kicked off uh, from the Performance Center video package of Dijak's Destruction last week, uh, themed to Armageddon 1999's theme song, I believe. They're still playing that. The end is near. It's a great song. It is a good song. And I always can get confused. I always think it is the doors, but it's not. Uh, what, I mean, that's exactly what they were going for. That's what Jim Johnson was going for. You know, uh, first match of the night, Io Shirai and Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai and her tag team partner, Candice LeRae. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez still not back for some reason. I don't know why. I think that's actually gone and we'll get into that. <coughs> in the match. Uh, Kai attacks Io as Io is making her entrance and eventually all four women just kind of make their way into the ring by brawling. Uh, Knox and the Ray start the match officially. A lot of tagging in and out. No one person gaining any momentum. EO does a, a long kind of butterfly leg hold 
on Dakota Kai, which I thought was really cool. Uh, a lot of back and forth between EO and Dakota Kai. Uh, Tree of Woe double stomp to Kai by EO. EO takes down both women, followed by a dropkick cannonball to Candice. Tope to Dakota Kai. While Kai is receiving a tope on the outside, Knox gives Candice LeRae the shiniest wizard. Moonsault to Candice LeRae. EO gets the pin. Asahi Moonsault. Come on, man. I said Moonsault. Asahi. Okay. Asa- place in Japan. Asahi Moonsault. It's also a antioxidant. Um, if that's probably it. This looked great. Well, the moonsault, like Shirai, like her, her Shirai's knees just went straight directly to Candice LeRae's face. Like it was Billy Kidman. Uh, it it was a, uh, yeah, it was Billy Kidman to. Uh, I think it was Chavo Guerrero. I think that was. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, this match was a five that out of ten. That. This match is a five out of ten in my opinion, and it was probably a nothing match. And it- I thought Shirai would look like she looked a cut above everybody else in this match she was i thought she looked great but it was only her that looked great yo yeah i'm sorry i just heard some weird scream from outside that's you that's io shirai being pissed off that you gave this match a five out of ten it could be i'm sorry io um so yeah no like i said it was uh, i felt like it was a nothing match for me and it never felt like it actually got started and then it just kind of ended so i, I thought io shirai looked great uh, next up, we have Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. There, oh, this is uh, we're they're gonna. Well, have this a, is a, a clip of a clip the Pat McAfee happened. show with Adam Cole. Now, Adam Cole got mad because someone called him small, and uh, we mentioned this last week on did. the show where I found it out via Twitter. And so um, Triple H is hey, it's a misunderstanding, you know. Uh, now, conveniently, how convenient for Triple H to be on that show uh, two days after that. Wow. Like they just they had to get him out there. Well, you it could have been an emergency. Like, Hey, Adam Cole's got to make things right. Adam Cole's I a gotta tough go star. Gotta... I got to go on there. And then they showed this graphic of Adam Cole's Twitter apology. And it just looked like the biggest fucking wall of text. And they only show it for like half a second. And I'm like, dude, this is obviously yeah. a notes app, copy and paste. Like yeah. tweets aren't, are never that long. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it just looks so bad. So, I mean, this has got to be setting up for something. So, uh, yeah, no, they're and they and they were and hey, Undisputed Era is just pissed throughout this entire show because of it. Like, we'll, we'll get there. Ah! Uh, then we have Gargano and Roderick Strong. Apparently, they got into a Twitter spat last week and just like you uh, like Twitter prolonged dites yeah, to each other really quickly. Mara would say uh, really quick shots of the Twitter exchange could barely see him as well. Um, Johnny Gargano versus, show to go through. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Roderick Strong. Um, so when I first heard about this match, I was really excited. I was really, really excited. And then, but... I, and then I watched this match, and then I wasn't excited anymore. I was actually kind of bummed out uh, for what? the first part of this match. Okay, uh, uh, but yeah. it did pick up a little bit uh, because the first match, part of this match, was uh, just a lot of chain wrestling. Uh, maybe too much chain wrestling. Oh God, is that what is that? Was that your main complaint? Because <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, and even to the point where Morrow says, "This is NXT. This is wrestling." I mean, it is. Uh, you can't argue against that. I know, but it was just wrestling know. can be many things, Corey. Uh, eventually, we come back from break. Strong catches Gargano, and what when he went for a final beat DDT. Uh, into a pendulum backbreaker, twisting flatliner to strong. This is when the match really picks up and completely negates everything I said about the match at the beginning. 
<laughs> so ten out of ten. Ten out of ten player chops. No, I thought this I mean, match was really good. Like Gargano um, misses a no, baseball slide. I, uh well sorry. Strong uh hits a hurricane run on the outside, um, into the barricade. Final beat DDT to Strong. Gargano gets the pin and win. I actually give this match a seven out of ten. It's a pretty damn good match, uh, with the second half. The first half was really, That's really good. That's a good slow. score. And um yeah, it was just yeah. uh uh, I, I just don't see how they're booking strong so weak. But I, I came off of it thinking that they gave a lot to Gargano. I think it made it didn't make the strong looks weak. It did not. It did not make strong look strong. It made strong. It made Gargano look strong. <laughs> um, not strong, but, strong, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you in thinking that they told these two can totally have a better match with each other. Oh yeah. Um, Apparently, I, they said they only had like, one match together. Yeah, and I Ever? think this is. If anything, I hope this. I hope this isn't the final match with against each other because I know they are capable of a lot more. But what I got was still pretty decent. Yeah. Now, like again, when they announced this match, like what, like, like Friday or whatever, like way after the fact or or too soon after. I think they announced this match like this week, and Brian Alvarez just got into it like, ah, why are they? Um, I want to know. Uh, so like. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, they could have had a better match, but oh yeah, yeah, what yeah, I got yeah, was yeah. pretty good. Um, they could have had a way better match, but you know, it, it's like what they with no build and uh, yeah, you basically two heels going at it. So I that's don't know. true. That was kind of and uh, you think it's just a testament of they just don't have enough people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean they had to have to do something. So yeah, and uh, it was like ah shit, Gargano, Rod Strong, the two thoroughbreds. Have at it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Dakota Kai backstage with Mackenzie. Kai says uh, she's uh, she's somebody who does things alone now. She's tired of having people by her side. So, like I said, I think the whole her, her and Raquel Gonzalez thing is donezo. Um, in walks a very newly bleached blonde, slim, shady. She I'm looked sorry. like she fell asleep in a tub of peroxide for like three days straight. Like, what the? What was this? <laughs> Rhea Ripley. <laughs> She looks like Dexter Loomis's sister. You know what? Maybe they're going for that. Maybe maybe she's the one that tortures the artist, or the whatever they're calling him. I can't fucking remember. The the, the yeah the tortured, tortured artist. artist. Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley says uh, she has the issue with audacious barefoot. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Rhea Ripley has issue with Dakota Kai declaring herself the number one contender. Um, and she challenges to a match. And I love when Dakota Kai walks away. She goes, "Well." We'll see what Regal has to say about that. And it just walks away. And Rhea Ripley is just like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Timothy Thatcher is in with McKenzie backstage. Uh, Thatcher addresses both his opponents tonight, Finn Balor and Dexter Loomis. He says, first off, <laughs> Thatcher is kind of like that. I, sometimes when he does a promo, I feel like he's like that guy in theater, theater class. Where he's like, oh. Yeah, well, he mentioned a push last week, and uh, the only push I'm going to give him is when I push my shoulder into his knee, bending it backwards. It's like he like was prepared for this statement for about a good six months and finally gets to say it, and when he says it... Then... And Dexter <laughs> Loomis, the man, he says, the man with a thousand miles stare. He thinks he's a tortured artist. Look into my eyes, Mackenzie. He doesn't got... Or he says, he doesn't have... What I have in the ring. It's like, okay. Thank thank you, sir. What, teeth? Yeah. uh, Well, lack of their teeth. Lack their of teeth. 
Uh, so I mean, this whole night they're building to this match literally the entire night. Uh, it's the main event. You, know, you got to build to the main uh, event. Such it's a contrast like- of styles. They keep saying. I'm just like, yes, we fucking get it. Like that's what, what? we've been talking about for a fucking week. Like I don't know. Man, every, man. Everyone was complaining about how this match was going to suck, and we'll get there. But uh, backstage, uh, three of fourths of the undisputed air are walking, and then the fourth quarter of the undisputed air shows up. Kyle O'Reilly, he's back with a faux hawk, and he says, "And a fucking LeBron James beard." He says, "What are you guys doing? We need to get back to where we were." He goes, "You're Adam freaking Cole." You're Roger Strong, and you're my partner, Bobby Fish. We need to reclaim what is ours. So, okay, yeah, undisputed, undisputed. Era. Roger, I mean, not Roger Strong. Kyle O'Reilly, he's back. He's like all of a sudden, like, okay, I think I can just do this now. He's like, you know what? Fuck it's it. been long enough. Yeah, I think- yeah. I'll just get a mask. It's fine. It sucks. I just don't want to be at home anymore. Uh. It's interesting. It's interesting to. I guess that's if he's comfortable. I guess he's comfortable. Like, who am I to say that? Yeah, yeah. And he isn't, or he shouldn't, but. Shotzi Blackheart. Wait, yeah, like, like, doesn't he have like asthma? Is that what was I that believe it was thing? asthma? Yeah, um, which on, is asymptomatic. Man. On, man. But I mean, come on, man. Everyone makes their own decisions. Everyone makes their own decisions. So, well, sometimes you got to protect. You got to protect the athletes from themselves. Also, you know, there comes a time when leadership has to step in, and, and WWE is not the kind of type of company that kind of just does yeah. that. Yeah, then then that's and you get in that sticky situation of like treading on people's like it it gets this weird thing about discrimination. You can't tell somebody not to come into work. I mean, you can like they're con if it's, if I I think legally you cannot tell somebody unless they're like, depends on, Hey, depends on what side. Hey, again, they're not, they're not employees. They're contractors. And if it says on the contract that do not be here, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, WWE is not going to say, yeah, you know, WWE is not going to do that though. NXT or AEW is not even going to do that. Um, so uh, next match: Shotzi Blackheart, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Shotzi goes right after Mercedes Martinez to begin the match. Robert Stone distracts Shotzi. Mercedes beats down on Shotzi. It's a gurry to a shotgun dropkick to Martinez. Sling blade to Martinez. Um, for some reason, my autocorrect changed to Shitzi. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart well, <laughs> um, nope, nope. takes over and hits a senton to the back of Mercedes while she's in the ropes. Spinebuster to Shotzi, release German or release atomic German suplex to Shotzi. Air raid crash, pin, win. Mercedes Martinez. Now the loser has to. Now the loser of the match has to get the same ta- same tattoos as the one that they lost to. Yeah, I like that. Two ladies with tattoos and like, hey, you got tattoos. Let's fight. I will say this. This was a really good Shotzi match for Shotzi. This was really good. Uh, I think the last enough. last week we were kind of not down dogging. on her. Yeah, we were bit. down on her match. Uh, but I think this week she was, was against Aaliyah. Though, so. That's true. And it's, Merce- a tall, it's a big ask. Mercedes Martinez is a little bit, probably a little bit more giving than Aaliyah. They're giving her a push. Um, like I said, another fucking biker tattooed chick that. Like, uh, does Triple H only know, like, three types of women? Yes. 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 Uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and and the Rocker, and the Rhea Ripley. I'm taking too much on a tangent here, but did you hear about the Observer Live of Brian Alvarez? He pretty much reported that NXT is looking for new writers. Oh, yeah. You want to apply? Uh, yeah. Sure. Why not? Live in Florida? <laughs> no. <laughs> what could go wrong over there? <laughs> uh. 
That's interesting. Uh, like, they, I, I guess they're aware, like that NXT has just been in a bit of a, in a bit of a pattern as of late. But then again, everything is in a bit of a pattern. Or they're just gonna fully go like the main roster and hire twenty writers. But the thing is, if you're writing for NXT, chances are your ideas are just not gonna be like you know thrown out the window because it's not led by a seventy-four-year-old madman. But it could be. I mean, who's to say it's not going to be? You know what I mean? I mean? You can say that about okay. You can literally say that about anything. Wasn't, wasn't Vince taking more of a predominant role in NXT? I never this heard was, any of that. We talked like about I, this months ago about how NXT was going to get more of a main roster infusion, and Vince was going to take more of a. Uh, there's only so much we know. approach. Well, I mean, we can pull up clip, insert clip here. I'm kidding. Don't do that. It'll. I'm not that. going to do that. Um. So yeah, what was I saying? I don't know. Shady's Martinez. Yeah, uh, she beat Bush. She beat, she beat Shotzi. Six out of ten. Good match. Good, 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 decent match. Uh, video package for Ridge Holland, who is from NXT UK. I've yeah, remember that. That was a thing. Uh, I've never seen him before, but he's from Yorkshire, England, and uh, he fought out of a life of crime growing up because apparently and rugby, which is the same thing. I rugby is a crime in its in and of itself. So. Uh, yeah, he'll, should be. he'll be in a triple threat match next week. Uh, Keith Lee, he cuts an in-ring promo. He says, Dijak's a grown man and can be, will be just fine. Um, he goes, but that other man who thinks the sound of sand is the sound of a clock, which I mean, at one point in time, it was the sound of a clock. Cause that's how clocks were at a certain time. Uh, Lee says, uh, what a cross has done is some extra bullshit. Uh, they beeped him. They didn't. They didn't give him the Jericho treatment. They beeped him twice. And Lee is. Um, he was. Somebody. Whoever's working their audio that last night was not Jose. Good. No, it wasn't Jose. Jose would have done a better job. That because okay. Keith Lee is peaking the mic. Keith Lee is just talking like this. That's like, you know. That's that's how pissed he is. Just like dude, Keith Lee. He has no. He'll, hey, he's pissed off that Carrion. I mean, Carrion Cross holds no regard to Dijakovic's life. Well, Keith Lee holds no regard to the audience's ears uh, or your ears. Keith Lee calls out Karrion Cross, but out comes Cameron Grimes. Uh, 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 he's, hey, out, he's out here because uh, it's not Bray Wyatt, but Cameron Grimes. He's out here because he wants to uh, poke a little fun at Keith Lee. He says, I'm glad, you know, the only thing you did that I don't like is that you dropped that North American title because I was going to take both the titles from you. And he's going on and on. Keith isn't really paying attention to him. He goes, Keith, hey, Keith, I'm talking to you. And he grabs him by the throat and just throws him around. Beats him down. Um, he beats up on Cameron Grimes. Uh, that's when Karrion Cross appears on the screen. He says, Lee did nothing while his friend suffered. Um, I'm going to provide you two choices. One, you give me an NXT title shot. Or two, I'll do something you'll regret. And everyone will suffer. But so apparently that scared Keith Lee enough to say, yeah, okay, you get a title shot. Just name your time and place. Didn't, didn't scare William Regal. No, it didn't really. I mean, it scared Keith Lee though. We'll get there. Yeah. But, um, Cameron Grimes, is he, is he like in a qualifying match for the North American championship? He probably will be. And you know what? And if he qualifies, he's probably going to win. Yeah. I can see him with that title. I can see Cameron Grimes winning that North American. Honestly though, I think it'd be great for him. Honestly, Yeah. I think it'd be great. That guy, he he can wrestle 
he can wrestle he's a really really great worker and like him being the north american championship i think would be a great fit for him yeah yeah no i i i think you'd be if, good. He, if I he's think in a qualifier i like, think he will sure. be a, a champion eventually in nxt and not just, he's just like too good team. he's just too good and not just like the tag champions like our next matchup the nxt tag team champions imperium against ever rise i don't know why i did the karate chops but we're just trying to be like Derek Zoolander, who are who is and is that like that's kind of the thing that uh, Breezango kind of just kind of goes for. You know what's funny? Now I think just think Breezango when I think when I see Imperium, I was like, oh, Breezango's coming out. I'm like, oh no. I see Tyler Breeze as the guy who plays Uno and Up Up Down Down and all those great great fucking videos. Like wow. this week's Up Up Down Down Uno video is amazing. I totally recommend it. checking it out. Um, so excuse me for a second, Marcel Bartel. And Matt Martell start the match. So you have Bartell and Martell. Um, starting dress the match. them by their first names. No, I'd rather say Bartell Martell. Uh, Everrise okay, takes right. it to Imperium. I don't what I'm. Well, I have a full breakdown of this match, Michael. Who do you think I am? Cor- Cor- Corey Smith. Imperium hits a uh, dual drop kicks to Chase Parker. European bomb pin win five out of ten. This match was nothing. Um, it was really nothing. It was only to set up ap- the after the match when uh, Imperium gets in the mic. They start saying something, but out comes Undisputed Era and they bum rush. Uh, who is out there to beat us up to end this segment? Undisputed Era shows and they up because they're pissed. They beat the shit out of Imperium. Um, so. This was kind of a babyface thing from Undisputed Era. I thought so. A little bit. Like they're um, they it's they're just one of those it's like they're they're kind of going through that thing. Remember when the Shield turned face? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, when they they just started they taking out all face, the, they um, just beat up everybody who was heels. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And this sets up for the match next week of uh, Imperium versus uh, Red Dragon, pretty much. Yeah. And I think that's I, I wouldn't put it. Wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past Undisputed Era to win those tag titles, unless they're yeah. trying to write them off completely. And I mean, Walter isn't coming back anytime soon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, who, who is here though is Bronson Reed and he has a video package. Apparently he loves a couple. He's not th- there. He has a video package. Well, he's, he's there. He, he he's in the show. He was outside apparently with some graffiti because apparently he loves graffiti and his wife. And That's great. That was good. Well, he's from Australia. He says the graffiti and, uh, near the performance center reminds him of his home in Australia. He says he owes everything to his wife because she's the one who gave him the money to go to wrestling school and to follow his Aww. dream. And at NXT 30, he said the thick boy dream will come true. What's a thick boy dream? Him being champion. Okay. Next up, William Regal. He's on Zoom and he will not be bullied into a championship match. And, and says, a complete and him blown out environment too. He just right behind a window in broad daylight, you barely see him. It was like. I feel like this was recorded at the same time as the video from last week. He says, I have a big announcement. Keith Lee, go on. <laughs> or you think he just like, and they have to like film variations of that too in case shit goes wrong. I think Cameron they, Grimes. I think they gave him a list of shit to say. And goes, yeah. And uh, they just mailed it in there and it's like, okay, here you go. Here you go. Here this you is go. for the next seven weeks. Here you go. Good for him. Uh, he says, these opportunities have to be earned. So I'm guessing Karrion Cross will probably face Cameron Grimes next week or in two weeks and beat him or I don't know. I don't That's a damn shame. If Cameron Grimes has to face Karrion cross. It's NXT man. It's WWE. What do you expect out of that? I mean, you would expect a lot more with NXT from WWE. I would rather Cameron Grimes in a, in a triple threat to go to that ladder match. 
That's true. But, I don't. I hope Cameron Grimes isn't wrestling Karrion Cross next week. But, well, no, not week next later. week. Not next. Week. Uh, next up, though, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Jake Atlas. Uh, apparently, Atlas wasn't medically cleared for a couple weeks, and I wonder why. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just everyone else has COVID, so. Uh, the two go back and forth, flipping around each other. Springboard blockbuster to Strickland. Uh, rolling flatliner to Atlas. Spinning atomic drop. These guys go back and forth and back and forth. Eventually, we get the jam. A lot of near falls. A lot, also. Of, a lot of near falls. Uh, eventually, we get a JML driver to Jake Atlas. Swerve gets the pin and the win. These guys had a fucking fantastic match. This was a great match. match, dude. I actually gave this match a 7 out of 10. Um, I, was, I would argue to say this was match of the week. Again, I, I do to too. NXT. I do too. I think this is match of the week. I do think this is better. I think with the same score as the Gargano strong match, but I think this match was better. Um, Wait, then how can you give it the strong, same score? It it does. I mean, there's a strong seven and there's a seven. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to say you're going to you're gonna 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 have to do sub points. too. you're going to give it a, if, if, uh, if Gargano, <sighs> if Gargano and strong was a seven, you're giving this a 7.25. Sure. You're going the star ratings. We're sure. going full Meltzer, Meltzer on this. Yeah, let's do that. I like it. Uh, but no, I do think I think this match was super, like fucking great. And yeah, but not that great. Well, no, I think it was better than Strong and and Gargano. They're giving the same score. Yeah. I, I okay. My you don't you don't get my justification. I'm just for fucking that. with you. You honestly, don't get my justification this, for that. I'm just fucking with your rating system, dude. Anyways, uh, Damian Priest is backstage with Mackenzie. Uh, Priest is going to be in a triple threat match, though, next week with Ridge Holland and Oni Lorkin. Um, Priest, Great. he, he wants to win that North American title. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else he wants. He wants, man. I probably a new some imaginary uh, invisible bows would be good for him, too. He already has that. They're invisible. Mm so next week we got Dakota Kai and Rhea Ripley in a number one contendership match Damian Priest versus Oni Lorkin versus Ridge Holland uh, to go to the uh, North American ladder match and the Undisputed Era versus Imperium for the NXT tag team titles like I said I would not put it past them to give a title change next week um, not, not too not too bold of a prediction you know Dexter what happened Dexter Loomis versus Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher Oh boy, oh boy. Uh-huh. So this is a match. Uh Finn and Thatcher begin to go at it while Loomis just stares at them. Just uh Loomis at one point does do a forward flip outside of the ring, landing on his feet ricochet style, which I was pretty fucking shocked on. Held on to the ropes, it doesn't count. Oh, it did he? Sucks. Yeah. Uh all three men exchanging strikes. Uh <laughs> Belly to belly to Loomis by Thatcher. Thatcher has control of both men when we come back from break. Sling blade to Loomis by Balor. Thatcher then begins slamming Balor's leg into the post repeatedly. Spine buster to Thatcher by Loomis. Uh, Urinagi triangle to Thatcher, but Balor comes off the top rope, hits a coup de gras to Loomis, breaking up the hold. Um, that's when Thatcher uh, breaks up the pin and starts to focus on Balor's leg with a leg bar. Uh, Loomis then just kind of crawls over and sees his opportunity, locks in the triangle hold to Thatcher and um, Thatcher passes out. Um, hey, he submits the submission specialist. Well, yeah, and I mean he, he he's he's knocked out like he doesn't tap, but then like, dude, I will say this: I applaud NXT for trying to build new stars. Just not this star. That being said, in no universe that should 
Thatcher have been choked out by I mean, Dexter What do you want Loomis. it to be, Finn Balor? Like, somebody had to lose here. And if they wanted Dexter Loomis to go over... It would have been more believable. If I've he seen Balor, Finn Balor? I've seen Balor lose more. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, to me, Timothy, Th- Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor represent two things in this match. Finn Balor represents somebody who is too good for the North American Championship. Timothy Thatcher is somebody in their eyes is not good enough for the North American Championship. And Dexter Loomis is just right for that. He's the Goldilocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't, I do not support this, this fuckery. I mean, not fuckery, this booking against Timothy Thatcher. I think he's one of their, their, their brightest spots in NXT as of late. And for him to take the, take the submission victory. Like if it, it, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, somebody had to lose and I guess it was Thatcher. So I can't be too mad. Because if they did to Finn Balor, it would have been way more of an indictment on NXT in general. But uh, I guess then, I mean, I think then Thatcher can take it the more I think about it. So it's just, I just don't get, I continue to not get Dexter Loomis. His appeal whatsoever. Like people like, I guess people like Dexter. He's an artist. He's not a serial killer. He's a serial killer. He's still a serial killer. No, he's an artist. He wears black clothes because there's one paint on his hands. He fucking went to the same. Yeah, he borrowed and Ray Ripley just borrowed the same hair dye. Yes. Well, they buy it together. Two for one at Sally's Beauty Supply. They have a coupon. Uh, promo codes in the bottom of the thing, by the it's way. It's not down there. Don't even look. All right. Let's let's wrap this up, shall we? Look at the look what time it is right now. Jesus Christ. And you still need. <laughs> yeah, this isn't great. This is a this is a, we're doing this. We're on we're on observer uh, hours. The observer doesn't go for two hours. They don't, but then you know, it's it's we're just too excited. On we have show. more opinions, That's, and yeah, I'm caffeined out. I I'm very, I'm very out. curious of the of the ratings tomorrow. We'll, we'll see. see how that we'll goes. See. And follow us if you want to know the ratings. Follow us at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at CWR four and five, and uh, yeah, we will see you later. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And like I said, we'll see you later. Me and Jose will be back on Monday, early Monday, uh, with top 10 wrestling cameos in television shows. That's right. Uh, Think of 10 fingers like Diamond Dallas Page or like Sean Spears, the perfect 10. But we'll have 10 for you, even maybe some honorable mentions. Ooh la la. Guys. So it's not 10. You're just there's not official. The official 10, but there's honorable mentions. They didn't make the cut, but we just want to just let them know that this is pretty good. Exactly. Not great, but pretty good. Exactly. You know, you don't you don't always want to mention the Leah match, but Captain Janeway taking a rock bottom. All right, all right, all right, guys. We'll see you later. Have a wonderful day. Bye. It's actually seven of nine. Anyway, later. <laughs>